This is Long Story Short from the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. I'm Ebon Udang. You can read the stories we feature at ctmirror.org and wshu.org. Keith Faniff specializes in state government finances for the Connecticut Mirror. He joins us to talk about his article, Beach Access Advocates Ready to Take Their Fight into Connecticut Election Season. Hello, Keith. How are you? Uh, Good. Thanks for having me back. Good. Uh, Connecticut coastal communities are trying to restrict beach access to non-residents, and this has been a perennial problem in Connecticut. Years ago, Ned Cole, a Hartford resident, made headlines when he organized a dramatic way to challenge the restrictions. Could you tell us about Cole and, and, and what he did? Well, Ned Cole was making headlines in the 1970s, uh, taking uh, busloads of children uh, from poor urban centers. Uh, we're talking primarily uh, African-American and Latino children uh, down to Connecticut's beaches uh, simply because, and, and this is just common sense, uh, we have 169 cities and towns, but only 24 of them border the Atlantic Ocean. It just, there's only so much beach access. There are state beaches, uh, but there are municipal beaches that have traditionally only been open to the residents of those communities. And uh, Ned Cole was one of the first people to really challenge that. In 2001, the state Supreme Court uh handed out a, a decision affirming the right of non-residents to use uh, Greenwich beaches. Uh, I thought that would have settled the matter. Well, th- unfortunately, what, what happened from there is people then said, well, if we can't officially bar you from using the beach, we will charge you a significant amount of money to park at the beach. And unless you live within walking distance which is pretty hard if by definition you're coming from another community, um, it essentially closes access. And what we're looking at now, what that's evolved into, I'll just give you a couple examples. In Fairfield, um, non-residents pay $250 for a seasonal pass. That's 10 times uh, what locals are charged. The most extreme example is found in Westport where if you live in the town, you pay $50 for a summer beach pass. Um, for residents of most other communities, they do have an exception for Weston, uh, which is a neighboring suburb, but for all the residents of all the other communities, it's $775. Wow. That, that's effectively closing access. Wow. Well, um, Roland Lamar, uh, the New Haven representative, Rep, uh, Roland Lamar, is proposing uh, some type of solution. Well, what's he proposing? Well, the first solution that he proposed at Bong was to say, basically, you can't do this. You've got to charge everybody, folks from your town, folks from out of your town, the same parking fee. Uh, that bill has bogged down. That effort has bogged down over the last two years. And one of the primary defenses that shoreline communities have raised uh, is we don't just support our beaches with the parking fees. Our our local residents pay a lot to support their beach right through their property tax bill, so it wouldn't be fair. Um, What that's led to is some of the folks who support opening beaches have said, great, let's find out how much these towns are spending on their beaches. And what if the state were to reimburse you for that? Now, could we charge everybody the same price? 
And now we're seeing opposition to the study bill. Now, uh, but but basically, there's going to be no action on any legislation this session. So uh, basically, I would agree. So 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 Lamar is is gearing up for a campaign heading into the election this fall. What we're hearing is we're hearing it from uh, Representative Roland Lamar. We're hearing from Representative um, uh, Gerardo Reyes, uh, Democrat from Waterbury, who's the head of the Black and Puerto Rican caucus. Uh, we're hearing from others. They're saying if you're running for a state office, and it's a state election this year, so this summer and this fall, um, you should be prepared to answer questions. And they're encouraging people to say, okay, ask your candidates, do you believe communities who access, uh, who, who control access to the water should be allowed to effectively limit that, especially given, and I should have mentioned this earlier in our conversation, the state invests millions of dollars every year in making sure that the waters of Long Island Sound are very clean and all the taxpayers not just the locals of those of those shoreline communities contribute toward that. And also, uh, after major disasters, there's a lot of money spent rebuilding a lot of those be- beaches. That's a really good point. In fact, some of the folks who have been fighting to open access to beaches say, if things don't change, you know, the next time you get a really bad tropical storm or a really bad hurricane, um, and you'll often see then on the state bond commission commission agenda some money to maybe fix uh, some soil erosion or some other problem at one of those beaches, things that normally nobody fights about. They say, don't be surprised if you start seeing a fight about that. Now, you know, if you're going to make it a campaign issue, at the top of the ticket this this fall's election will be for the Democrats, Governor Lamont, and likely for the Republicans, it will be Stefanowski. Both of them come from communities that have beaches. Is that going to be a partisan issue, this, this summer campaign and, and heading to the fall election? So far, um, there's been a lot of deflection. Uh, last year, um, I couldn't get Governor Lamont to uh, state a position on this other than to say, well, these shoreline communities spend a lot. This year, Governor Lamont has said he does support studying, but he has not said yet whether he believes shoreline communities should be allowed to charge more for parking access. Um, Bob Stefanowski, um, the Republican from Madison who lost to the governor and uh, lost to Ned Lamont in 2018 and seeking a rematch, he basically just said, well, the legislature can't seem to come up with a bill that they're ready to vote on. So why should we get involved in this if they're not even ready to take a position, sort of basically saying the ball's in the legislature's court right now. Well, thank you so much, Keith. Keith Banoff specializes in state government finances for the Connecticut Mirror. His article is titled, Beach Access Advocates Ready to Take Their Fight into Connecticut Election Season. Long Story Short comes from WSHU Public Radio and the Connecticut Mirror. You can read the stories we feature at ctmirror.org or wshu.org. I'm Eban Udon.